Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is your host, Phil Gilliatt, and you are listening to The Like-Minded What's up? You are listening to the Like-Minded Movement, and in this episode, I sit down with CrossFit NOLA head coach Tommy Dominic, and we talk about the new class at CrossFit NOLA, and it's a class him and I put together together, and you've probably seen us post about it. It's called Body Comp, and it's a combination of hypertrophy training and aerobic capacity training. So if you don't know what those two elements are, this is going to be a great episode for you to learn about and understand why it'll be advantageous to add this to your training regimen. If you do kind of know what these two elements are, then this is still going to be a great episode for you because you're going to learn more about the class and what to expect from the new body comp class. And we're also going to go in a lot of detail about hypertrophy and aerobic capacity to try to expand your knowledge on those two subjects. So great episode coming up. Um, we have some good discussion. You're going to enjoy it. You're listening to the like-minded movement, hypertrophy training, aerobic capacity training, new body comp class at CrossFit NOLA. So listen and enjoy. Yo, what's up guys? I am here with Tommy right now and we are about to talk about a new class coming to CrossFit NOLA that him and I are pretty excited about it. something we had been talking about for a while. Um, started brainstorming what we wanted to add to the current like big roster of classes that CrossFit NOLA already offers, and how we could add value to the members without sort of being redundant, which kind of proved to be a difficult task. Because one of the I, I think the great things about CrossFit NOLA and what we provide to everybody is such a wide variety of options from everything from obviously our CrossFit classes. We have powerlifting, Olympic lifting, uh, strongman classes, muscle and flow, gymnastics, mobility. I'm sure I'm probably even missing one or two in there. Um, But we're always looking to add value to the gym. And there are things that him and I, I I think we both do a lot in our training that we saw would add a good bit of value to everyone that everybody could benefit from and bring that into the form of a class. And what we kind of came up with was we, we we put all our ideas together. And the class that's going to be starting um, is going to be called Body Comp. So it's going to be a class really focused on kind of body composition, strength training, aerobic uh, conditioning in different ways, which we're going to kind of break down the methods uh, before we kind of go into the details of the class, kind of letting you guys know the times of the classes and when to expect it, when to look for it on the schedule, it's going to be Monday and Wednesday at 5.15 p.m. and then Saturday at 8.30, guys. 8.30 a.m. Uh, all classes are going to be at the downtown location on Magazine Street. Um, so... What to expect from this class? We, we, we said the three days it meets, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. 
each one of those days are going to have like a very specific uh, focus in that session. It's not going to be like a broad type of fitness where you're, you're going to be getting all these kind of different stimulus, especially on the aerobic side of things thrown at you. Um, it's going to be very focused each class. And Monday and Wednesday is going to be fo- focused on hypertrophy training. And then Saturday is going to be more focused on aerobic conditioning. And the way Tommy and I are, are breaking it up are, even though we're programming everything together, uh, the way it's going to be coached is I'll be coaching Monday and Wednesday and time is going to be coaching on Saturday with the aerobic conditioning and um, kind of going into like what you what you can expect from a hypertrophy class or an aerobic conditioning class is kind of what we're going to dive into now. So I'm kind of going to I'll flip it over to Tommy right now. He's going to be running all the programming and coaching for the aerobic conditioning, which you'll see Saturday at uh, 1030 a.m. Yeah, guys, um, really excited about this. Um, I think in the CrossFit community, like Phil was saying, um, sometimes we lose uh, focus, especially within classes. Uh, we don't have a singular focus. Um, so with my class, we'll be focusing on either one to two aspects of uh, really putting high power output within short times and domains with uh, with a added rest in between each. And then as well as a core to strengthen up the core because everybody knows Without a strong core, I mean, we all fumble and fall. But yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. Yeah, and one of the things we've been doing as we talk about is if you're following any of the this myself, Tommy, or anything CrossFit knows, we've been kind of posting about it, um, getting everybody to ask us questions, so we kind of answer them here. And as we were saying, you know, Monday, Wednesday, hypertrophy, Saturday, aerobic conditioning, one of the questions I got asked a lot was, uh, what is hypertrophy? Which is a wonderful question if you're interested in taking this class and you don't know what it is. So uh, kind of breaking that down. Uh, so what you can expect from a Monday and Wednesday class when we focus on hypertrophy training. Hypertrophy is a style of training designed to, specifically designed to grow the muscle in a way, in a method that involves like high repetitions and short rest periods in order to kind of reduce the amount of oxygen within the blood. So you're trying to get to that like oxygen deprivation within the muscle. So you're really pumping out reps, lots of contractions, and then you're looking at very short rest, purposely not allowing the muscle to recover fully. And then you get back on that next set and you're repeating efforts like that. Um, Now, if you've been around the gym, you've probably heard the term just chasing the pump. That pump feeling, like that's what you're gonna feel a lot in this class. It won't be so much of a class where we're doing a one rep max bench, but this could be a class where you're doing five sets of 12 bench press with only a 30 to 40 second rest in between sets. And that number 12 might fall off to like maybe six to eight reps by the last one because we're purposely not trying to allow the muscle to recover to its full extent. And the, the way this type of training works is if you think about your body, it works in a way where it simply just wants to survive. So when it's asked to complete a task many, many, many times, eventually it's going to want to adapt to fulfill that task. So if I'm consistently performing these sets and we're talking about that stored oxygen, that stored glycogen, um, that stored energy, and it's simply not enough 
stored energy to complete the tasks I'm repeatedly asking to do it. So if I'm frequently coming to the class and we're doing sets like this and we're chasing that pump and we're doing it, doing it, doing it over and over again, well, eventually that muscle is going to start to grow so it can contain more oxygen, contain more glycogen energy in order to maybe not fall apart so quickly. And that's really kind of the, the science behind hypertrophy training. And we're going to go into a little bit more about like the methods and the benefits of it um, uh, the later we go. But like, so if you're looking to like what to expect in one of the hypertrophy classes, like that's what you're going to look at. You're going to see a lot of repetitions in your eight to 12 rep set, very limited, strict rest periods. It's not going to be one of those bro sessions where you bust out a set Uh, Then you go look at your phone, you kind of pose in the mirror a little bit, like that clock's going to be running, we're going to be on the clock, getting right back to our sets very, very frequently, because once we kind of get that blood flowing and we start pumping blood to the muscle, we want to keep that going. And each class is going to be very focused on really no more than two, maybe like there might be a finish or something, but each class is going to have like really two focused body parts per session. So for instance, if you're looking to come to... Week number one, uh, Monday, we'll be doing shoulders and back. So you'll be seeing presses and pulls. And then Wednesday, we'll be doing chest and arms. And like all the combinations kind of a method to the madness. So shoulders and back, that press-pull combination, uh, those movements complement each other very, very well. And then when you talk about chest and back, like chest is a very dom- – or uh, chest and arms on Wednesday, like chest is a very dominant muscle group. It, it takes a little longer to fatigue that muscle out. So, and, but the arms are not as dominant. Those you can kind of pump and, and hit that hypertrophy feel very, very quickly. So it'll be like most of the session on the chest and then less on the arms won't always be that 50-50. Some muscles need more work than others. But in terms of answering the question, like what is hypertrophy? Um, I think I took a little longer than I wanted to explaining that, but hopefully that gives you an idea of at least what to expect from the class. And then obviously the other question we got asked a lot um, was what is the aerobic conditioning class? Like what can I expect from that? And I'm going to turn that one over to Tommy. Tommy's kind of – she sent me some of the programming already. It looks looks excellent. He's going to talk about what to expect from a Saturday class and, you know, maybe maybe he might even give you all a couple spoilers – to for some of the workouts yeah guys um so with the aerobic class that we're talking about here is um a lot of times uh, i I actually got questions about this uh about how this differentiates from the endurance class that we yeah i'm glad well i didn't mean to cut you off i'm really (laughs) glad you said that because i got asked that question a lot as well okay so it's awesome um so i've had a background actually let me just go into a little bit of a background i've actually had a background as an endurance athlete i ran cross country ran track uh, and those are two different types of sports. One, you're looking for uh, long distance. You're looking for sustaining that power output for long periods of time. Not necessarily going to, let's say, that 100% range that we normally look for in speed. So when training those, you got to train those completely differently. Um, example, Brandon might tell you guys to run a 5K and keep it at a 10-minute pace. In my class, for instance... I'm going to be going for short periods of times, short time domains, short distances, and I'm going to ask you to give me your best effort, or I'm going to give you times that I'm going to be looking for you guys to hit. Um, 
And we're going to look to keep those times within five to 10 seconds for each other. So think of it like um, if you're on the rower when you first start, let's say you're Metcon and your rows are a 500 meters and you're keeping it under two minutes every time. In our class, I might ask you to push that pace a little bit faster, have a quick rest turnover, no more than 90 seconds, and then basically keep that sustained output the entire time. So it is going to hurt, uh, definitely. Uh, but we're not going to move you more than for 20 minutes at a time. Uh, spoiler, though, for uh, if you guys are wondering what the program could possibly look like. Uh, the first workout, uh, I wrote this out. I actually did this myself, and mostly everything you guys will do, I have done also. So I know that it's very well programmed. Um, it's 250-meter rows for 10 rounds and only 90 seconds of rest. The kicker is, I'm going to ask you again, like I said before, to keep your time within 5 to 10 seconds from each other. That is very hard to do if you give me 100% effort on every single row. Uh, that workout will put you in the dirt. Yeah. Definitely. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when, when he sent me his programming for the first, I, I saw that, and the first thing I, like, saw was just, like, the beauty and the simplicity of it, of, like, sprint, rest, repeat, keep it consistent. Yeah, I mean, um, and people always get away from that. Like, if you keep your times relatively close to each other with short intervals, short distance, you're going to build that, like we like to say in CrossFit, uh, that power output over short times. Like, right, the higher that power output can be, the better your workout is going to be, the higher the intensity. And obviously, we all know that intensity equals results. Now, going with the core, um, again, I'm not going to ask you guys to do a million sit-ups. We all know that you can do that. We're looking to strengthening the core. If you think about a gymnast, per se, they're very strong in hollow static holds or transferring those holds into quick turnovers. So that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on not maybe, per se, getting that beautiful six-pack that you guys think with all these side bends and stuff like that. But I'm going to ask you for more static holds and quick turnovers, but uh, yeah, that's that's what the class is going to basically kind of look like. And we're also going to do running as well once it starts to warm up a little bit more. And there's going to be also functional movements in there too as well sometimes, like air squats, push-ups, pull-ups. But we will never touch a weight. So It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's something that you're kind of concerned about, touching weights in the middle of the workout. Our learner focus is getting fast, and we're trying to get fast quick. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the reasons, like, him and I, when we got together and started doing this, and we were putting together the program, we didn't want to try to squeeze too much in the hour. So that's why, like, the Monday, Wednesdays are f solely focused on touching the weights, and then 
the Saturday class is focused on stepping away from the weights. And when we talk about like still strengthening muscles, like people forget that heart is a muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to pump it to that, that get or getting that heart rate up. And what I think that really benefits athletes is beyond just the, the physical component. Like when you're pushing intervals like that, yeah. I think one of the reasons intervals I find a lot of benefit in, like again, beside the, like the, the physical components of like, yes, like increasing like your, your ability to, um, circulate oxygen, things like that is getting better mentally Mm -hmm. at being able to flip the switch, have it turn off, get a taste for the rest of what it feels like to not be, uh, working Mm -hmm. and then have to flip the switch back. Yeah. And have to keep doing that. Like mentally that, that puts you, um, in a different spot of just like getting used to being uncomfortable. Very. And I, the other question we were getting from people was, so we, we, most of our members are all, uh, I would say mostly taking our CrossFit classes Mm -hmm. and CrossFit is like constantly very functional movement performed at high intensity. And I will always stand by the fact that like that is going to be the best approach to get the most out of your fitness. If you only have like three to four hours a week to work out. Yeah. I'll always kind of stand behind that. But then you have people get to a point where like, Hey, my fitness is now kind of a higher priority on my list. I'm not just looking to be fit. I'm not just looking to be healthy. Now I'm trying to like, get the best I can out of my body. And I think that's where people have a lot to benefit from the body comp class beyond like when we talk about the aesthetic side of what you can gain from hypertrophy, when we talk about focusing on specific muscle groups to strengthen for a lot of people, that's kind of what's holding them back in their functional movements. So there is going to be this huge like translation that happens there and um, the example I give a lot of people is one of the biggest, I mean, I'm sure you've heard people say this too, coaching, like one of the, the biggest goals we hear from people is like, hey, I want to get my first strict pull-up. Oh, yeah. And when you want to get your first strict pull-up, you, you need to have a strong back. You need to have a strong lats. You need to have strong rhomboids. And if we don't quite have that pull-up yet, how do we get a strong back? Well... If we're looking to just strengthen our back, I think when we're constantly hitting intensity, so if we're hitting that those 10-minute, 12-minute AMRAPs, heart rates up, we might not be getting the amount of like contractions we want on our back to optimize strength. Like I said, it's not like you're getting weaker and not getting stronger, but we're talking like optimizing it. But now when we take a step back, because one, you're also now limited by your uh, your your aerobic capacity as well like if your heart rate's too high even if you're doing say ring rows in the workout and you just came off a set of like 15 burpees your heart rate's super high you're getting 10 ring rows then you have to stop and breathe we're not going to get that hypertrophy element that we discussed because now you're resting longer than what that strict rest is so we're kind of taking a step away from that intensity and now we're just focused on like activating and and stimulating the muscle. And that's where we want to get that strength. And that's where people will benefit from, um, say we're doing one of our, we it, it bent over barbell rows. And now we're going beyond just like the five sets of 15. But now we're even going to do drop sets where we could do like five sets of six right when you finish your six rep. 
you're gonna kick a set of plates off, and then we're gonna go into a max effort set at a very light weight, and we can get to that depletion of the muscle rather than being unable to get to depletion because we're limited by our aerobic capacity because of the intensity of the workout with other movements and other uh, modalities mixed in. Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. And to go back to what you said before, uh, if, if everybody thinks about this class being, even if they still have doubts about about being what we like to call growing out, um, you can think of this as a more advanced way of that. Um, but the great beauty of the thing about it is, is that a lot of people come into CrossFit that I've seen uh, more more nowadays that don't have a, a necessarily a strength background. Which, yeah, I mean, oh, definitely dude, great highly point. agree great that. Point. Like, and I see that, and people come in, they get discouraged about not having enough strength to do certain movements. Um, not everyone's going to come off the street and been a member of, and this is going to be a little bomb, like a Globo Gym. Uh, I had the luck of doing that, and I know a couple other coaches probably have that background too as well. That's why they see us jump in and we can do some things that we can do. But I, I do believe that taking this class will benefit you to getting those movements that you're, you're chasing for, uh, whether it be in like an overhead squat and developing that shoulder strength or like Phil said, a pull-up. You, I mean, you have to do some little things. Like we always look at big compound movements in CrossFit. But uh, sometimes we do neglect the smaller isolation movements, yeah, which definitely help the bigger compound movements that we do. But yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, man. That class is it's gonna rock. Yeah, and then even beyond when, because there is such uh, like amazing value to intensity. Intensity has to be a part of your training. And one of the things I love about the class Tommy's bringing is it's going to be very very high intensity. And high intensity, I think the term the term hit training is super popular now. Like, yeah, I think high intensity is one of the more overused words in fitness. I think people use high intensity in any version where like you might sweat. Yeah, definitely. I think that's yeah. where people use high like. Cause I see all these classes like there's so many like studio. I don't, I'm not going to name any other like methodologies. Because I'm, I'm, I want to throw shade, but I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> no. But like, I see this class. You'll have some instructor up there with like a headset, and they look like I gotta say, they look like Britney Spears on stage, and they're doing they're they're moving for an hour nonstop. Yeah. Like there there's it's just one the class starts three two one go and they're moving. If you can move for an hour nonstop, that's not high intensity. No, that's, that's low intensity low that intensity. you're sustaining. Yeah. And I would say if you're doing that, if you're doing something like whatever type of like old school jazzercise that you can do for an hour, like you could just do jumping jacks for an hour and get the same. Yeah, I would. I would love to even challenge people. Like if 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 someone's coming off the street, um, and let's say you have a, I, I would challenge this. I would literally put money on the table, so to speak. But if you take a Let's just say, like, say one of those um, style classes, and if you have a heart rate monitor or a, let's say, whoops, really big nowadays, uh, if you have one of those on, I could guarantee you that I will, my class, you will burn more calories if that's what you're searching for, but also that your your heart rate's gonna be, we're gonna keep it in that high 70, maybe even 80 and 90, like, which is unsustainable. Yeah, which is, yeah. Unsustainable for what over we're an hour. looking for yeah. for high intensity, yes, exactly, and that's how you get the benefits of high intensity. Actually, going high, high intensity, like 
there's a reason when you come to a CrossFit class, like you do a 10 minute AMRAP, 10 minutes doesn't sound like a long time in the grand scheme of things, but then you hear time and you hit the floor gasping for air because you were going at high ass intensity. Yeah. It's, and that's where I think the difference is, is those like the hit classes i'm just like that's not high intensity yeah i mean like you think about with crossfit like you said with a short amrap or let's just do it fran right you do fran you do it in let's say say five minutes you're on the ground gasping for air and i told you hey we're also going to do this crossfit workout murph which is a very long workout and you're done that workout you're you're not grasping for air after murph yeah you're and not. where most people are going to be limited in murph yeah is their muscular capacity exactly to perform high volume push-ups. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I think like the body comp class gives people the best of both worlds because yeah. Yeah. you're going to get to operate under high intensities on Saturday where you're breathing very, very heavily. Yeah. Like really focusing on spiking the heart rate, letting it come down a little bit, spiking it again, hitting that peaks valleys. Mm-hmm. And then when we're in hypertrophy day of body comp, then you're going to be performing those. I mean, we'll, you'll be seeing the bench press. You'll be seeing the dumbbell bench. You'll be seeing pulls where we're increasing that muscular capacity where now we can get back on that next set of push-ups in Murph. Where say we're in the middle of 200, we don't hit that shaky lockout. We're developing more of that muscular capacity yeah. to perform those sets, um, at least shorter rest, bigger sets. Yeah, and increasing that VO2 max will obviously translate to both like – both Monday and Wednesday, if we increase that VO2 max at all, you're going to see it translate over to even your hypertrophy training. Yeah, I'm, you're like three steps ahead of oh, me. Man, I'm, I'm getting to that <laughs> later. I have that one in my notes. If I, you're, you're, Tommy's a smart dude. He's already ahead of me on this. <laughs> but like the one, before we get there, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, one of the things I talked about with um, – I wanted to talk about how both of them, both like hypertrophy, aerobic day, why they complement each other so well and why I think it's important for everybody to utilize the whole class, not just pick like aerobic or hypertrophy day, but try to get all of them is I think they all go both into the hand of, I mean, let's be honest here. 90, I would say 95, and I think that's a conservative estimate Percent of the people that walk into a gym who maybe they've been into many gyms before, they've never been to a gym, whatever, but like they're walking into, they want, their first goal is to look better. Like they want to look good. They might want to lose weight. They might, not everybody wants to lose weight. Some people want to get bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, For instance, like I'm at a phase in my training right now where I'm not, I'm not trying to lose any weight. I'm want to stay where I'm at. Uh, but for some people, they're like, yeah, you know, we just came off holidays, Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Some people are trying to lose a little bit of weight. And I think when, as I was explaining the benefits of hypertrophy training, one of the things I said was muscle growth. And I think immediately when I may have said that, some people are like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want to grow. I'm going to get bulky. Because all we hear is getting too bulky. And we hear that a lot. And where I kind of want to nip that concern in the butt is, so when we talk about muscle growth, for changing our body composition, hence the name body comp, because that's what I think this class is more designed to do, is change body composition, not necessarily increase functionality, which we'll get to again. I got a lot of things I'm going to get to later. I keep jumping. (laughs) I got to get my train of thought on track here. But um, so when we talk about changing our body composition, decreasing the body fat, 
putting adding muscle will absolutely reduce your body fat percentage because mm-hmm. what that's going to do is when you increase your muscle it is going to increase your resting metabolic rate meaning you are going to burn more calories while you're not doing anything so your daily maintenance calories will increase and if you're doing that now the nutrition is going to be the variable that changes how your body looks if we're in if we're doing a lot of hypertrophy training and you want to put on muscle and you want to get a bigger fuller look well then we up the calories yeah. to go with it but if we're putting on and that's going to feed the muscle and stimulate growth even further but what's going to happen is if you're someone who doesn't want to put on like a fuller look and you want to trim down I we go through the hypertrophy training Increase your resting metabolic rate through adding muscle. Keep your calories the same, potentially decrease, yeah. and then it's going to start burning that fat. And that's how you mm-hmm. get. That's how you drop that body fat percentage. Uh, and I think that's often missed by a lot of people. They think if I'm lifting, I'm growing. If I'm lifting, I'm growing. And that's why I threw out that. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Whole thing I just kind of ran around through. I tried very much to avoid the words toning mm-hmm. and lean muscle because yeah. I'm going to, for some people, man, this might, this might shatter your world. There is no such thing as toning and there's no such thing as lean muscle. There's only adding muscle and reducing body fat. Your body doesn't, your muscle tissue doesn't sit there and go like, oh, well, we did something with like this so i'm going to put on lean muscle as opposed to big muscle muscle tissue is muscle tissue it's going to develop the same way when something says you're going to add lean muscle you're just adding muscle and i I think that's what one point i really wanted to get home uh because i think there's a lot of people that might have heard the words grow and if you want to grow and get bigger well then we bump the calorie intake and the body's going to respond to that so it, it you take the same type of training and then you feed the machine based off what you want the machine to do and look like. And then going back to how Tommy's class is going to assist with that. Um, I mean, when we talk about his class bringing the aerobic element there, when your aerobic capacity increases and your ability to breathe and circulate oxygen, and when we talk about circulating oxygen, we're talking about pumping nutrients to the muscle, we're talking about recovery. We're talking about ability to stay comfortable by keeping our heart rate down because we've been used to operating at a higher heart rate. Well, then that's going to translate into more work in a given time frame. So now we can put together more efforts, um, higher intensity efforts, and more training. And more training is going to lead to more adaptations. Um, And then so I know that was a lot what I wanted to get in talking about with like the hypertrophy training where I wanted to kind of – talk about the benefits of where it can be aesthetically um, and kind of went into that and how we can like change the body composition through that. And that's one of the purpose of our classes. But at the same time, like 
it doesn't necessarily translate to functionality, but it can. And I know I talked a, a little bit about how strengthening specific body parts, like we go heavy dumbbell rows, we strengthen our back, that's going to help our pull-ups. If you're someone who's looking to get uh, a muscle up, obviously having a stronger pull is going to help with that. Um, if we talk about your ability to do, say your 20 rep bench press goes up, I bet your push-ups on Murph will feel better. Um, but I know Tommy, I'm going to let Tommy kind of take it over here. He's going to talk about the aerobic conditioning and how adding different elements, modalities there and the body's ability to circulate oxygen on the machines and like monostructural and even more of its core development, how that can also translate to more of the functionality side of fitness. When we talk about more of our classic CrossFit workouts and even the CrossFit Open coming up here in a little bit. Yeah, guys. Um, so yeah, like I said with my class, like we're keeping those high intensities at um, basically as, as intense as we possibly can with uh, rest in between. And sometimes some weeks we're gonna that rest might be ninety seconds. We might shorten it to thirty seconds. But figure out that translates over well to metcons. We're always hard, heavy breathing, but most of the time we're about around seventy to eighty percent of our aerobic capacity. But if we're training in that ninety percentile, again that boosts up our aerobic capacity, which means that it translates well to workouts. That means that I can go a little bit longer, my rest gets shortened up. And again, with playing with Phil's class, like if you can increase your aerobic capacity, and I know we use that term a lot, but that just also means muscle capacity too, like muscle yeah. endurance. Um, which means you're gonna be able to move your weights better, right? Like um, if you're having trouble, let's say for like right, like grace, 30 clean and jerks for time. Some people can hang on, and those people who have the really high muscular endurance aerobic capacity can hang on for those very large sets, and this is going to help you out with that too as well, um, and I truly believe in that, and I've been training that way for a long time, and you know, a lot of people always hear about these, I hate to say CrossFit Games athletes, but I mean, it's these are the unsexy things that they do. Oh, like, right, 100%. Like, Matt Frazier has this new programming coming out, and I guarantee you, majority of his programming looks like interval training. One of the things he even said in his like, I guess you can call it like his retirement speech or yeah. announcement. He even talked about like most of his training is on the assault bike. Yeah. It's, it's short intervals, short spurts, building that VO2 max, getting there. Like, like even like once a week, maybe Granted, a long train session. Like, not, but, su yeah. not super Instagram work. No, like no one's posting Instagram like, hey, I know, like 10 rounds of uh, 250 meter row with <laughs> yeah, right. rest in between. Yeah. But everyone wants to post like, uh, you know, did Murph today with five weighted vests on. Yeah. On barbed wire. Like it, <laughs> it, it's, it's not as Instagram worthy, but like this is what most of the games that the game training, maybe, maybe not most, but not this most. is, a, I, yeah, most is an incorrect word. But this is an element, an added element to their game training. And it's why we wanted brands. What I kind of want to talk about early was like we were thinking of another way to add value to people's training mm -hmm. that's not necessarily just going to be a parallel to more uh, constantly very functional movements performed at high intensity, but a very focused effort on something that might be missing. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily think we're missing this in our CrossFit class. I think... Uh, our head programmer, Brandon, does an excellent job of getting so many valuable elements to everyone. Yeah, no doubt. But like when you have so many things and then only an hour, like yeah. there's things get you, – you can't 
we can't do everything we want. Every, like if, if I want everyone to learn how to handstand walk, yeah, but we can't work on handstand walks every day. No. So we have a gymnastics class. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. we can't work on getting like, ahead. Bend, yeah. We don't get a CrossFit itself doesn't offer a lot of horizontal pressing other than like push-ups really because we don't really do bench press at, at intensity. Yeah. So now we have like hypertrophy class. We don't always have time. I mean, we were talking about the intensity on like row bike intervals. Yeah. You do row bike intervals, you're done for the day. Oh, yeah. So we don't have it's it gives us an opportunity to now take these things that have a lot of value that we might not get to add as often as with yeah, put as a singular life. focus on one thing or like for Phil's class maybe like two things like two body parts but having a singular focus on that training for that day I mean just the results are astronomical you're you're gonna see it yeah and but one of the thing we talked about you're gonna see it. And now I'm going to get into, I want to go into more of like the methods. So talking about, like you kind of gave an example of your first workout. So you probably, um, if you want to talk about a couple other ones, I'm going to talk about more of the methods we use. But then the value of the effort that has to be brought to get the results. Because not all effort's the same yeah. given the workload. So I talked about like in, in the hypertrophy class, like the rest is going to be very strict. Like there's a specific feeling we, you need to have. Like you need to feel that pump, that burn. Like that's how we know what we're doing is working. If you're not abiding to that rest and we're letting the muscles recover to get back on it, then you're not going to get the full potential of the training. And it sounds like as I'm saying this, like pe- you're going to hear and be like, well, yeah, duh, Phil. Like if I rest too long, it's not going to be the same. What's going to happen is people don't like being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable to pick weights up and do more shoulder presses when your shoulders burn. We have to remind us, like, this is what we're going for. And I think it, it's easy to hear it and think, like, duh. But when you start doing it and you're in set five of, say, we're doing five sets and we're on that final set. And we've constantly only been resting 30 or 40 seconds, just depleting that muscle more and more and more and more to where now a 10-pound dumbbell is going to feel like a house, like, all of the thoughts that go through your mind are going to tell you to rest and you can't. And that's why we have to use that clock to really make sure we're keeping the rest consistent and not just guessing if it's been enough. And I think when we talk about people who have been working out for, they, they'll, people always come like, oh, I've been working out for years and years and years. I think that's the element that they're not doing correctly that's leading to the plateau is they, there's a lack of like, objectivity i think specifically with like rest periods to be honest um but in some of the i kind of went on another little tangent there going back to the methods <laughs> which was yeah. what i initially want to talk about uh methods you'll see a lot monday and wednesday um i have some of these written down in addition to just traditional like reps going through your range of motion so shoulder press weight from shoulder to extension uh you'll see focuses on eccentric which means like controlling it down um, that's going to like lengthen the muscle. You'll see focuses on tempos where we're dictating pace. Not everything is an explosive dynamic press. So now through that tempo, we can increase the time under tension under the weight and increasing that time under tension is, is like more of that muscle confusion, um, changing things up to where we're not just kind of pressing as fast as we can. Partial repetitions where we're purposely shortening the range of motion which will allow you to actually go heavier than what you can with your full range of motion. And this is not me saying 
never go or it's okay to never do full range of motion, but partial repetitions has their place. Then there's drop sets where you hit a weight at, a, at weight A, then you drop some weight and then you go max effort, uh, max effort reps at weight B that's probably lighter and we just keep depleting that muscle. And then everybody's probably kind of seen the, uh, the supersets. You have like complementary, non-complementary. Complementary supersets meaning um, the movements are very similar. So it could be like a shoulder press into a high pull. Non-complementary being movements that uh, are different where it could be an arm day and you're doing some like a curl into a tricep dip. Um, and so all of those are kind of methods that you'll see. You'll notice all of them have value because they're, they're all methods that where you're not going to be operating under that, that high intensity, more Metcon style. So like obviously we're not going to go five rounds for time. 10 uh, bench press with a five second tempo down. Mm -hmm. That's not really, because I don't want your mind to be on four time. So those are some of the methods you'll see in the uh, hypertrophy class on Monday and Wednesday. I'm gonna flip it over to Tommy where he's gonna go over kind of more of the methods, um, maybe even some of the workouts you may see and what you can expect from uh, more of the Saturday class at 10.30 a.m. downtown. No, 8.30 a.m. downtown. I'm, I'm plugging it as much as I can. I got to make sure I plug it right. It's all right. Um, so for my class, guys, again, um, we're going to focus on those shorter distance. Um, so in any given workout, I might ask you to give me max effort for a very short amount of distance with quick turnover rest ratio. Or I might give you a time domain to finish X amount of uh, workload. Uh, and again, this is going to keep the intensity really high, especially with the short overtime, um, with that time rest ratio that we're going to be looking towards. Again, it's most of the times it's not, it's not going to be the sexy stuff. It's not. It's going to be very simple. You might look at it on paper and say, oh, I, I can easily do this, but it's going to put you in the dirt and it's meant to get your heart rate really high, very uncomfortable, but max effort. And that's why, you know, you could... You could possibly do this at home if you see these workouts online sometimes get posted. But having a coach there or me there in your ear asking the class for, atmosphere. Yeah, too. the class atmosphere is going to be very high. You're going to be you feel like you're gonna be racing. You're not gonna know who you're racing against. It might just be yourself, it might be the guy next to you. But again, you're not I'm not gonna ever ask you to row or basically run further than a mile at a time. It's actually gonna be underneath that every time because I want the most optimal intensity that you could possibly give me. And obviously, if you run a mile and we actually had to run three miles, I can't keep the intensity super high at that rate. So again, we're gonna keep the those limits or those meters very, very low. But we're gonna have that power output very, very, very high. Uh, with the core, again, stability, strengthening the core um, in all planes, uh, especially the obliques and the core. Everybody also thinks that. And then sometimes we're honestly going to strengthen sometimes the lower back because the lower back is a part of that core that people kind of sometimes oh, neglect. Dude. They always think that huge. They man. think that the, they think that your back is not a part of your core and the lower part of your back is definitely attached to that. You know, I, I think I have, I guess you can call it a theory on that. Yeah. I think my theory on the lower back, especially more with like, um, beginner athletes I think the reason it's much weaker than uh, I guess like their their abs is like I mean you said it perfectly where people forget their lower backs part of their core yeah some people are like hey let's do core work mm -hmm. rarely do you see people doing like back extensions for core work it's always like all right well I got the ab mat out let's do a hundred thousand sit-ups or like flailing a, our arms like as a, fast as even possible. like pulsating superman holds yeah like like 
You don't see people do that when they do their core work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the reasons I, especially when we were putting together the class, what we want to do, and Tommy brought up, he wanted to do like a core development specific section of his class. I was like, oh, hell yes. Because, uh, I mean, I've put stuff this or put stuff about this on my social media a bunch. Like, I think one of the reasons, I mean, there's lots of reasons. This is one. People don't have the abs they want. I would say so many people, and it's the people who want to do more ab work than anyone else in the gym. They'll they'll do some type of ab work every single day. Mm -hmm. They don't know what, they don't do it right. They don't know what they're doing. They think like it, core work needs to be, if you're looking to strengthen and develop your abs, your abs are a muscle. Mm -hmm. They're not different. They don't develop differently. They don't. Uh, react differently just because there's something everybody wants because they look cool on a magazine. Like you need to train them with the same method, the same progressive overload, the same challenges you would if you were trying to get bigger legs. Like if you want your abs to show in a picture, that's, you have to grow your abs. Like we have to stimulate growth. If you want your legs to grow, like, yes, air squats will help strengthen your legs, but eventually there's going to be a ceiling of yeah. air squats. You need to put the barbell on your back, go heavier, more challenging. There's other movements you can do. We can do, talk about, like, reverse lunges and things like that. But I think people are like, oh, okay, I want abs. Like, it's it's going to be summertime here pretty soon. I'm just going to do 5,000 sit-ups a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't work like that. You got you to gotta challenge it and... Throw, the, a cur- throw curveballs. The same way you would and. <laughs> I mean, Tommy plans on doing that. Like, this isn't like, okay, guys, uh, we're finished, you know, part A. We're going to do some core work. Everyone, you know, grab an ad mat and we're going to do Tabata sit-ups to finish. Like, that's not what, if you're expecting that, like, that's wrong. <laughs> I don't even have a sit-up program for the first four weeks, guys. And, oh, and <laughs> I think I, another one where I think it's a very poorly performed movement where if you're just flailing your arms doing sit-ups, I would almost say don't even go for repetitions. Go for time under tension. Time under tension is perfect. Like, 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 like you were saying earlier, like, right? Like, it's it's a muscle. And if you think about it, like back in the old days and bodybuilding and stuff like that, and I'm talking about back in the old days, like Lucifer Rigno. <laughs> but like, right? Like, I thought you talking about like back in the old days. Yeah. Like, well, like, well, you remember like when he was training to beat Arnold? Like, he would always talk about like he would lift the lightest weights, but he would contract his muscles very hard. That time under tension. Well, also with the eccentric movement, it's the same thing with your abs. Right? Like, right? Like, you could flail up and down, but your arms are not going to get any bigger if you're just like repping out your curls yeah. as fast as you can, right? If, but if, if I'm untrained, yeah. if I took someone who hasn't worked out, they've been sitting in a closet for the past 10 years, yeah. like I could hand them like a tennis ball to start curling mm-hmm. and they will get stronger. Yeah. But eventually like they're going to hit the ceiling for that's very low. Mm-hmm. And eventually you need to then step it up. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think people fall short with, with abs. Yeah, exactly. For sure. It's, it's like, and also here's another example like, if I told you to give me some air squats, right? Like, use the air squat quote. If you give me air squats all the time and you're like, I can air squat all day. But if I told you, hey, we're going to, like, bring Sally up. We're going to hold the bottom of that squat. Time under tension, right? Yeah. Very tough. Very hard. You know, that's developing muscle growth. And same thing with the abs. Hollow holds. There's a reason why we can't hold them for more than 20 seconds, guys. It's because they're super hard. To do, <laughs> right? And same thing. Like, we're going to look to really... Hold static holds in the core, and you're going to see the benefits. Yeah, and one, as just kind of you were talking, I was thinking back of like how to 
when you, you said the term like throw the curveball, add the challenges, bring in new elements, I'm looking back to all of the same methods I talked about mm-hmm. with when, even though I was using it to talk about like shoulders, back, arms, yeah. and you look at eccentrics, tempos, partials, it's, yeah. it all comes back to like, that's how we, we stimulate muscle, uh, like strengthening and growth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then another kind of thing, just kind of as hopefully so far as Tommy and I have kind of been, you know, uh, talking shop here about our new class, if you didn't really know what it was about or you kind of had a, a general idea but needed more details, like hopefully now you have a much clearer picture of what to expect if you're coming in Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, I'm going to hit the plug times one more time, mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, 5.15 p.m., CrossFit NOLA downtown, Saturday, 8.30 a.m., <laughs> uh, CrossFit NOLA downtown. Uh, hopefully now you have a much like clearer picture of like what you can expect on those days. Um, now, as we kind of gave you that, that, that clearer picture on what to expect, I want to like re-emphasize that I still think the per, unless you are like a professional bodybuilder or a professional rower or a professional or a professional athlete in any sport, like unless you're paid to do one very specific thing, the goal of your fitness still needs to be the overall functionality of your body. So I don't think this in any way replaces or becomes like the major piece of your the pie for your training, uh, but it becomes a very like a pretty big pretty big slice yeah. uh like so i i think if you're someone that if you still need to be doing things like um multiple modalities so like our crossfit classes where you're swinging the kettlebell you're jumping we're taking what we're getting from saturday monday wednesday and then applying it and seeing the application on our monday through friday classes our crossfit classes or even the other specialty classes you may go to where it's like all right I want to get a muscle up. I'm doing gymnastics class. I'm going hypertrophy class, maybe endurance. Like, uh, I know Brandon has them preparing for a 10K or a 5K. Mm-hmm. Well, hitting sprints and different and going to class with Tommy on Saturday is also going to help towards that in that same type of muscle confusion we talked about. Yeah, it, could, it literally could help you with that last kick at the end of the race, they like to call it. Yeah, and I, I, I think that I, I think that's really. This, the, I think the two populations this class can benefit the most, and it's weird because they're on opposite ends of the spectrum, are one, the athlete that, and when I say athlete, I mean every single member of CrossFit NOLA. Like, I don't care if it's your first day. If you are taking an hour out of your day to work on your thing, like, you are an athlete in my eyes. So when I say athlete, I don't want you to think you have to have like the top score on the board. But I think the, the person, the athlete that, is very consistent they're coming to the crossfit classes but they have some specific weaknesses and this can be a way to um like i said maybe not it's not like the to add that that extra uh to like i'm trying to think of a good analogy here so it's not necessarily the meat and potatoes of your plate but then like that third element of the dish uh that's still a a big part of it but it's not it's not like the bulk of it and this can really help fill in those gaps and on the other side i think this is going to really help is tommy brought it up earlier where this is great for the person that's coming in day one and might not have any training age Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like say they're 
they they come in, it's their first day, they haven't exercised in let's say like seven, eight years, and we have those people. So if their heart rates never shot up, yeah. like yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it that sprint might not be as powerful as someone who's been coming for a long time, but a sprint is a sprint relative to the person. Yeah. So they're getting those adaptations of like, all right, now you know what it feels like to have your heart rate up. Um, know what it feels like to be uncomfortable. And then if there's uh, some strength deficiencies. So like I said, they haven't been working out for long periods of time. Getting, like, dial down the intensity and let's build some strength. So the strength is there when we do bring the intensity element into the mix. Mm-hmm. So I think I think those two populations are really going to... I think everyone can, but I see those two getting the most out of it. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And to piggyback off of that, um, with, even with all of our classes, guys, if you got to think about it like this, we're just trying to give you as many tools for your toolbox that you could possibly have. Obviously, the more tools you have in that box, the better you're going to be with your GPP overall. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah. like, I think one of the greatest and most frustrating things about fitness is it never ends. No, no one is ever reached the maximum level of like everyone can always get better at something new prs mean new percentages and that's why (laughs) we're always trying to bring these new classes to you it's why i just like i I love being a part of crossfit nola because yes we are called crossfit nola but our goal isn't just to have everyone be amazing at crossfit our goal is to have everyone try to reach their full potential and you can't do that with I, – I truly don't believe you can do that with one methodology. No. Like you can't just go to a yoga class. You can't just go to uh, a hypertrophy class. You can't just come to muscle flow and get everything you can out of your body. Mm-hmm. But by us and coaches and all of our experience and putting our minds together, putting together a roster of classes that to me is unmatched of anywhere in the city. Yeah. For the people that are going to take full advantage of that – it's that's where you're really going to get closest to reaching your full potential. Like, I mean, we had, you can come every day to CrossFit NOLA and not take a CrossFit class. Yeah, you can come to CrossFit NOLA and spend, if you have the day, like you can get off of work. Let's say if you work like a nine to five or a nine, maybe a nine to three, who knows? You could literally come in at three o'clock and take a different class every hour and wreaks so much benefit. And it's I, crazy. And I think people, we're starting to see more and more people take advantage of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Tom even has his kids class, like getting, getting people started early. Yeah. But yeah, so kind of, kind of as we wrap it up now, um, I think we really got through what we wanted to with this episode. Yeah, definitely. I think again, we, we, we touched all bases, but again, you can always answer more questions if you guys got them. Yeah. Any questions you guys have, feel free to shoot me or Tommy a message. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm just at Phil Gilliot, P-H-I-L underscore G-U-I-L-L-O-T. And uh, on Instagram, I am Tom Dom, T-O-M-D-O-M-80, just flat out. Yeah. And um, one more time, hypertrophy, Monday, Wednesday, 515. Uh, you got your endurance class, or no, I'm sorry, not your endurance class, but your, uh, sorry, uh, let's just call it speed, but it's body comp at 8.30. Yeah, 8.30, all of those classes are going to be uh, at the downtown location. Um, the one, as I'm thinking of it now, uh, if you're, the class begins 
February 22nd uh, is going to be the first class. It is going to start tomorrow. By the time you're hearing this, the first week has probably been completed. Yep. Uh, so by the time you're hearing this episode, the first week will already be done. It doesn't mean like you've missed out or now you got to wait or anything like that. Just come. Just come. We've been talking about it on all the CrossFit social medias. So if you haven't seen it, I would say probably go follow some of the CrossFit social medias because we throw a lot of information out that way. But um, finally, like I said, our goal with this episode, we wanted to give everyone a very clear picture of what the class is, what to expect, and how they can benefit from it. And I think we definitely checked off those boxes. I know sometimes I tend to rant a little more than I'd like, but kind of... Just shows you're passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, man, dude. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, so hopefully... Everybody, see y'all soon. Come give it a try. After you try, if you have any feedback, always let us know. Any questions, let us know as well. But hopefully we see everybody in the gym soon. And, you know, you guys have a great day. Stay on the lookout for more episodes. If there's any other topics that you guys would like to hear about uh, in terms of fitness, nutrition, really anything involved in health and fitness, shoot me a message and I'll make sure to either start researching or find someone that knows a lot more about that topic than I can. And we'll give you the best episode and information available for that. Cause as always, man, this is, this is for you guys because we love y'all, but you guys have a good day. Stay on the lookout for more episodes of the like-minded movement.